0: is john williamson and with me as always is jesus vega in the latest edition of whitley pen talks jesus how are you today
1: good how about yourself
0: very good thank you so uh, we're going to be talking about cyber security as ever Um, We are going to focus this particular month on Cybersecurity Awareness Month. So for those of you that are unfamiliar, Cybersecurity Awareness Month is a joint initiative between the National Cybersecurity Alliance and the Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency. So this year's theme is do your part, be cyber smart. So today we're going to go over, I think, some really helpful tips that uh, all of us can take with us. Um, we're going to be f- discussing social engineering and phishing. So, Jesus, my first question for you, just help us understand, what does that mean? What is social engineering?
1: Well, social engineering is, in the context of cybersecurity, is when a bad actor is posing as uh, somebody else to get information. So uh, a quick example is those emails that we all get, that there's, I'm a prince from Egypt and I'm trying to get money out of the country and I need your help to get out of they're trying to social engineer their way into your confidence to get some information out of you that, at the end, might exploit your uh, wallet or your organization in some way or manner. So,
0: it's not one of the more technical subjects when we talk about cybersecurity. I mean, frequently, you know, the when we nerd out, we'll talk about endpoint protection, the latest tools that are available for purchase that. Um, that we feel like really do a good job of protecting us. But it seems that social engineering is a very persistent problem. How bad is it?
1: Well, um, Verizon puts a study uh, every year and in 2021, they assessed the 2020 year and they collected data on almost 80,000 events, which out of those, uh, we had almost 4,000 events that were specifically due to social engineering. Uh, These events are very common because people are in nature goodwilled and they're always looking to help. However, there's some bad actors out there that are finding ways to take advantage of people's goodwill. So
0: I I commonly think of social engineering as being a couple of things. You know, one, there's there's phishing, right? And I may lean on you for a more technical definition of phishing. But, you know, my understanding of this is, is that those kinds of attacks are usually emails in someone's inbox. Um, And there's a hyperlink or there's a file and... As soon as somebody clicks on the link or opens the file, it
1: actually downloads malware onto the device. Is that correct? That is correct. Um, phishing can uh, is defined as somebody getting an email from somebody who's pretending to be that person or organization. However, there's also targeted emails where they're going after you know CIO, CTO, CFO. They're usually referred to as welling. Um, and the, the the nature of it is the same. They're looking for the business of the speed to be an impact of people addressing those. Not only is it downloading some malware, it also might be potentially having somebody do an action they would not typically do with a sense of urgency. Uh, We can talk about a couple of examples of a high level. Uh, Last year, we had one of our clients who underwent a event where an accounts payable person received an email saying, I need you to change our uh, bank information from what it is right now to this new bank information and send a payment out. What was interesting is this information was known to the bad actors about the company and the the date that the payment was due, and then they provided the new banking information. This company sent a payment on a tune of $120,000 to this new bank account. Then fast forward a couple weeks, the client that the payment was uh, intended to go Reached out to our client saying, "Where's our payment?" When they look back, they realized that that uh, email came from. It was a phishing email. It didn't actually came from the person that it was supposed to. So that human uh, nature uh, to help and get something done quickly in order to facilitate affected the company. So in this
0: particular scenario, you know, malware really played no part, right? But the assumption is the cyber criminal gained some intelligence about how the company operates, perhaps who the approved vendors are, who they frequently do business with, and then simply tried to dupe them into sending the money.
1: Correct. And this is the part that I was talking about is a human nature. Uh, there's been studies done on fishing and one of the things that we're all prone to is to talk about ourselves. Um, there's been other events, I'm not going to go into a lot of specifics on, on multiple events because we want to make sure we talk about how, what fishing is and how can we address it, but I'm just going to give a little bit of example. Um, in this particular case, what I suspect happened, this is just my opinion, we never uh, got uh, all the factual information uh what was the source. But I believe that the person or, or who was involved was an innocent victim. If you have an entry level person who receives a call from a job recruiter saying, hey, I know you're an entry level, but I have a mid-tier position, let's talk about what you do. Tell me a little bit about your job duties, tell me about your responsibilities. That person is possibly getting excited of moving up in their career and unwittingly might provide information that from a bad actor perspective is very valuable information. When is pro- uh, accounts payable being processed? When are the, the checks being cut? Who are the signers of those uh, checks? Those details might sound uh, not important to somebody when you're talking about what they do and uh, uh from a job entry perspective however from the bad actor perspective who is uh, yeah, this disguising himself or herself as a recruiter that's just invaluable information which then leads to that phishing email where it comes in with no malware nothing that the security perimeter tools is going to see as offensive let it through to the person's inbox and say hey i'm your boss on the email title uh, please update this or the vendor.
0: You know, Jesus, I think you bring up a very good point um, That's that's a perfect example of some kind of social engineering exercise actually tricking somebody into giving away information Let's not forget that most of us post a lot of information about ourselves through social media um, it, It's very easy to search through LinkedIn and determine who the controller is, who the treasurer is, and it's our folks in, in accounting and finance that are probably going to be subject to a lot of these kinds of tricks and attacks. Not to mention some of the IT personnel as well. Yes. Um, so, you know, one thing that I found to be interesting, Jesus, and maybe you can talk about this, is, you know, I've, I've found that, that phishing is often the most common attack vector in a breach. So the way that I understand it is that cyber criminals can often use multiple attack vectors, but to the tune of approximately 90% of breaches involve some form of phishing. So how is this normally the first series of, how is this first domino in a series of dominoes that leads to a breach?
1: So let's pivot a little bit and talk about our friends at the Colonial Pipeline. You know, they had a big breach. It's been in the news, it's recent events. Uh, basically shut down the East Coast due to lack of fuel distribution. Uh, this was basically a phishing uh, attack. Bad guys are getting smart. They're also lazy in the sense that they're going to look for the path of least resistance. Organizations have this multitude of tools to protect the perimeter. However, the weakest links that we have is ourselves. Or you know, people trying to do a job, trying to do quickly, uh, and the Colonial Pipeline. Without going into technical details, there's tons of information. If anybody's interested, just Google Colonial Pipeline breach, and you'll have hours of reading. Which I know, so somebody like me is very cool. Somebody might not exactly agree with it, but anyway, let's talk about the Colonial Pipeline. What happened? A person in the accounts payable or accounts receivable uh, received a phishing email, which was a redirection to obtain password and a standard user who doesn't have administrative rights you might be thinking to yourself well what is the harm if a person has given away their password well now a bad actor has some visibility into the environment where they can start snooping and getting information of the what workstations they're there they basically they're they're doing a Parallel investigation to see what they can find. They might not have direct access to the environment with uh, the lack of administrative credentials but The fact that they have inside visibility They now can see you know the name of the domain controller. They can see some other technical stuff that's important for them Which is what happened to the Colonial pipeline. These bad actors gain a password uh, through a phishing email then through other exploits they escalated the permissions and then deployed um, malware to the environment that housed the accounting system, which is basically what shut down the whole environment. Phishing um, is easily beatable and also easily uh, prone to be victim of. Uh, it all depends on how much you train your users.
0: So on, on beating phishing, so what are the... the some some of the effective ways that we can do that. Tell us about some of the the tips and techniques that we can apply in order to prevent something bad happening to us.
1: So the the easiest way to do this is to have a cybersecurity training program uh, in your organization that goes beyond just the IT folks. Um, Traditionally, most organizations deploy uh, cybersecurity for people of elevated uh, positions, either IT or non-IT, the usual uh, victims of phishing emails, the the senior management, management, IT. But nowadays, the training across the board is going to be more important for organization. Um, You have the ability to spot uh, phishing emails by doing a once over the email, the sender, looking at the name of the sender, if it matches, you know, looking at the actual email address. Um, There's usually some ways to spot it and it doesn't take too too much. It's just a cursory look at the sender information uh, to see if it matches. There's also some technical tools that you can implement, but that's uh, very uh, IT heavy. Most organizations will have something like email spoofing uh, filters and those type of uh, systems in place. But at the end of the day, human eyes are the best tools to catch a phishing email.
0: You know, and I I often find that when it comes to security awareness training, this is it's usually a, it's a quick win, and it's not a very costly endeavor. Is this something that most of us can apply to our own organizations without very much effort?
1: It is a uh, low hanging fruit, like I like to say, because everybody. Uh, can spend a little bit of time talking about best practices hygiene. Um, you know, cybersecurity uh, awareness training, and this most simplistic we uh, will have conversation about password security, don't reuse your passwords, uh, you know, keep an eye on emails, look at the sender email uh, address and the sender name to see if they match. Uh, if the organization that that email is coming from matches there's a point to say so for example a weekly pen if you get an email from a weekly pen without one end, or you know different letters transposed then it's not really from weekly pen it's just somebody closing as that Um, it it can be done by either uh, cloud solutions learning management solutions that they're usually inexpensive and they have those contents prepared for you where you just assign those classes to people and there's a multitude of classes from cybersecurity, advanced IT uh, the best practices for the developers, um, there's cybersecurity for CFOs and executive leadership, or you can use a lot of open source materials out there, uh, download best practices PowerPoints, collect your team, put them in a conference room or a virtual Zoom meeting or whatnot, and then just discuss best practices. Um, you know, Human nature, we're always wanting to help and that takes take advantage by it, People taking uh, using phishing attacks, however, the same nature of people wanting to help, maybe educate them, will be your best asset against uh, these malware attacks.
0: And also, as a part of cybersecurity awareness training, I understand that internal phishing tests can be applied as well. Can you just describe what that is for us?
1: Yes, a lot of uh, managing uh, learning management tools um, have some sort of testing where they sent an email to the members of the organization and it's they have levels of uh, how hard the email will be some of them are very basic you know i'm a prince from nigeria i want to send you some money misspell the basic uh, information that you're we're both used to and heard of many times how to spot a phishing email to some really well crafted uh, emails from Firego or amazon saying hey you're Amazon example, your package was uh, delivered to the wrong address or something that will kind of draw you to click into it. But the email is drafted and it looks very good. It looks almost uh, indisible. But there's a few key uh, differentiators that they train you to spot.
0: And so if uh, an internal employee actually falls subject to this phishing test, then, then gets reported internally to the
1: IT department, is that it, right? Yes, the, there's uh, multiple options you can do. The, most tools have an option to set up a new class for that person, which is usually a five-minute uh, review of what happened and what went wrong. Uh, IT gets to see those metrics, and they start identifying people who might be a serial clicker, yeah. um, those people who like to click in those ads again human nature you know some people like to look at ads some people don't some people look for it Everybody is prone to falling victim for those i personally have fallen for a couple of them here and there um but i i'd like to say that i learned from those um because the i.t folks will target everybody in the organization and it's only fair to do so as everybody is prone to receive a phishing email from C level folks, all the way to your everyday users.
0: Well, thank you, Jesus. I really appreciate that overview. I I hope this is going to be a really effective and easy way for all of us to take some lessons learned and apply security awareness training internally at our own organizations. Um, I do think that this is probably one of the easiest and best ways uh, to improve everyone's cybersecurity posture. So we'll continue this podcast series throughout cybersecurity. Uh, month in, in the month of October but we thank you for your time and we appreciate you listening to with the pen talks thank you.